0: Welcome back to uh, this moment in sports. We are at episode eight now. Round number there. Eight, two, zero, stacked on top of each other. And this episode is a very special episode because once again, we have uh, all four of the podcast members here with us it's uh, me your host i guess i guess i'm the host i do all the editing so i'll just call myself the host you're the host Deshaun. uh thank you garrick and speaking of garrick there is also garrick and there is also aj and there is also jose so uh in our very special this moment in sports podcast we're not talking about a moment in sports necessarily but a moment outside of sports If you will, we're going to talk about, uh, the way that coronavirus has impacted the leagues and not really just that, but mostly just how things are going to resume because at some point they will resume and, uh, right as of right now, the Bundesliga is scheduled to resume next week or actually in a couple days as of recording. Yeah. Uh, The Premier League has plans to resume uh, tentatively 1st of June. There's nothing like set in place yet for the Premier League, uh, but they're planning on returning soon. Uh, The Korean League has already started. They've already scored some very good goals there uh, in Korea. And uh, so, yeah, we're just going to just going to talk about that, get get some uh, talk about some of our thoughts on this whole situation, mostly just about the return. So how do you guys feel so far about these uh, these plans and what's already been done?
1: Well, you mentioned all of these leagues returning and starting up again and trying to decide on dates, like when will it be safe to do this again. Mm-hmm. One of the options is not to start, which is what they're doing in France, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, that's, um, I'm glad you brought that up. They just called it, so presumably their start date is the next season, whenever that yeah, may be. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, they, 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 they I think that was a government decision, though, so they kind of took it out of the hands of the league, mm-hmm. really. I'm sure the league would have been like, hey, let's, uh, let's keep on going, I want some more money, but, uh, the government was like, no. Nah. And you know what, I agree, I agree, mostly, I think. I don't know if I agree, actually. I'll retract that statement. <laughs> but I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I it's I think it's a good thing, but it you know, could it be better?
1: Who knows? But Yeah. I don't know. What were you saying, Garrick? Oh, just that I think it's reasonable given the circumstances. If you can't guarantee the safety of the players and you're having these long gaps between when the season stopped and when it'll start again, it's just kind of not the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Another thing I will say, though, it I think it's less complicated for Ligue 1 um, because their table is a little less complicated. Uh, so Leo is really the, the one team that's kind of truly shafted by the current Ligue 1 table because the top three as it stands and as it will stand because the league's been... Uh, Cancelled. The rest of the matches have been cancelled. It's PSG in first place by twelve points with a game in hand. So pretty much they're they're gonna win the league. If if it was to continue, they would still win the league, and they win the league now because it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. But Marseille uh in second, Rennes Stade Rennes is in third with fifty points, and Lille, uh, forty nine points, one point behind Stade Rennes. And they uh, miss out on the Champions League and are instead going to Europa, which unfortunate for Lille because they're only one point back. Um, But even the relegation fight, Amines, Amiens, Amiens, Amiens? Amin, Amin, Amin is like four points back of Nîmes. Uh, Fuck these French fucking (laughs) names. Uh, They're four points back of safety, basically. With uh ten games left, not impossible, I will say, but they haven't won a game in their last six games. Toulouse have lost all of their six, last six games, and they're relegated with thirteen points, fourteen points out of safety. They would literally need to more than double their total points on the season to to be safe, and that assumes that Nimes, Nimes, Nimes not. loses all their games. Basically. Toulouse should be relegated. Makes sense. Amiens, Amiens, whatever. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess. Lille kind of gets shafted. But not every league table looks like this. Like Premier League, outside of Liverpool at the top, they're going to win the league. Outside of that, it's kind of close. Well, I guess Man City and Leicester are kind of above that. But fourth to like ninth or eighth or ninth, it could all change in 10 games, you know? So I think Ligun is that that middle of the pack is firmly in the middle of the pack. So I don't think it really matters as much for them. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not like saying this as like a, Oh, Ligun only canceled it because the, their teams don't care. But I'm just saying it's a little less complicated sporting wise. You know, there's only a, one or two teams you could say kind of got screwed over. Whereas for a lot of other leagues, that are tighter, like the Bundesliga is kind of tight. Uh, if they canceled it, then, you know, a lot of those teams in the top four could be like, hey, maybe we could have won. They probably won't. But they could say that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think the cool thing about uh the so. shutting down is that Stad Ren uh, qualified for the first time in their history at the Champions League. So that's a pretty cool moment. They did, for they them, did. At least uh Kamalinga Kamalinga Kamavinga will be in the Champions League uh 17 that's pretty cool probably gonna get bought by Real Madrid yeah at some point (laughs) as they do I don't
0: know questionable questionable qualification I will say just because they were only one point ahead of Lille but you know still good for them you know but kind of sucks sucks really hard for Lille if I was a Lille fan I'd be pretty upset you know, but them's the breaks when uh, there's a global pandemic. So uh, I'm glad you brought up uh, Ligo because basically we have a couple of options and a couple of options that have pretty much already been chosen for these leagues. I'm mostly talking about soccer because those are the leagues that are currently on the cusp of resentment. Uh, did you
2: hear about the NBA thing? Apparently, like uh, all these, like LeBron James, Steph Curry um Dwayne uh, not Dwayne but who's that guy uh Kawhi Walker or Kawhi Leonard Kawhi Walker Kawhi, Kawhi I got Kawhi Kyle Leonard. Walker and like <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of Kyle Walker <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Kawhi Leonard and like all of them were all, like, on like on a private Zoom call and they were all like we want the NBA to resume soon like no fans but like it should they, they're ready to go
0: Oh, they, they want, they wanted to resume. They're not like, yeah, oh, they're down.
2: They're down to play. Just
0: play your safety.
2: They, I mean, they'll, they'll play with fans wow. and stuff, I guess, but obviously, mm-hmm. but there,
0: oh. but there have been a couple of players as well, uh, in soccer, but also in American sports that have said, Hey, let's yeah, chill Aguero out said here. that. You know, it's a pandemic. What's the rush?
2: was saying that, I think. I yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Danny Rose said that as well as like. You know, it was basically, he was talking about, like, oh, this, like, it would be great for national morale if the Premier League... Uh, like, he's responding to people that are uh, proposing that it would be good for national morale mm-hmm. if the Premier League resumed. And mm-hmm. he's basically like, well, what the fuck does that mean? I don't give a fuck about that, you know? I just don't want people to die, yeah. you know? Very reasonable take, in my yeah. opinion. I also
2: don't understand, uh, like... Isn't their whole plan to, like, make the players wear masks and stuff, like, when they play? Is it? I, I, I have more I, I, I <laughs> thought it
3: was just going to be behind closed doors and <clears throat> that any training sessions would be, like, limited to social distancing. And, like, you could only have, like, five players at a time. You had to wear masks, like, walking to and from. You couldn't shower there. You had to go back home and shower and stuff. So yeah, because I feel like you definitely. I don't know about wear mask masks during the game. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it honestly though, it would be kind of cool though, cause then like they could get all those like cool personalized masks, and then like you know, have you, you have like, you'd with like Messi with like a dragon on his mask, and then dude, they're hard to you breathe. You breathe. haven't breathing. tried running with the mask yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard it's, to. It's tough to breathe. It's, yeah. If you ain't. I know, but I'm just saying it, it would look cool. Messi scoring like a hat trick, you know, with like a like you know, his like we'll BS <laughs> logo, like a cool. He's wearing like a C7 yeah. seven, like yeah, logo
2: yeah. on his mask, and just like takes it out, spits on it. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then he like, and then he like rips it off in celebration. And he's like, oh no, no, I didn't mean I <laughs> to do that. He and...
2: to do a public apology. But the
0: yellow yeah. card. <laughs> I I don't see. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so... <laughs> oh my god that should be a that, that should be a rule
2: yeah i just don't player coughs on someone gets a red card
0: <laughs> i think that is no there's like a there's like a in the bundesliga or something it's like no spitting or something like that's a, it's not allowed i don't know if you send someone off for that probably right just be like hey you I think you like in general, in general or like for a
3: celebration
0: I think it's in general. I What kind of celebration <laughs> is this? Well, is, is you, 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 you brought
3: up celebrations and ripping masks off, so I assumed we were talking about celebrations.
0: Well, okay, so we, we were talking about the masks. Playing with masks, I don't think it's feasible. I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, maybe they could practice with masks, I guess. I don't really know. But uh, the way I see it, there's a couple ways the leagues could go, and we've already seen them choose to do certain things a certain way. Ligue 1 is like, fuck this, we're not playing this shit. Fucking fuck that. No no more games in League 1. Table is as it stands. Bundesliga is like, yeah, we can do this. We got this. They're gonna play it all out. Uh Premier League presumably will attempt to do the same thing. Um the another thing they could also do is play the season out but not have promotion or relegation uh, which I don't fully get because in what's even the point for playing the season out for some of these teams and then there's uh, not playing the season out and f- canceling it but also not having promotion relegation. So League 1 still has promotion and relegation. Uh, you could also just say, hey, no, we're just, everyone stays. Um, or you could just have promotion and not relegation, just add more teams to the league. I don't get that either, because it just it's makes things weird. But, so lots of, lots of different ways, lots of different ways. Um, what, do you, what do you guys takes on uh, what's happening? right now what teams what what leagues have chosen to do maybe what they should do maybe maybe we should just shut the fuck up because we don't know what we're talking about you know um, <laughs> what I, are your thoughts?
2: I think just everything should be shut down there's really no point to playing just avoid the season if there's like an obvious winner like Liverpool just give them the title like don't let them Like just give them the, it's pretty obvious just avoid the season start again like I feel like We shouldn't have like sporting events for a while, because like, if there's like 22 players on a pitch and they're interacting with each other, that's such a huge- like even if they're self-isolating after they go home, like they probably have like- I don't know, they probably have like cooks and people who come to their house and those people go to like other places and then it's just- I feel like it's just not really worth it, because like 22 players is a lot to be together in like a 100-yard space or whatever
0: and not just the players too you got like the groundskeepers you got the cameramen and camera women yeah. you got the uh assistant coaches the coaches you know the stewards uh just lots lots of things have to ha- lots of people have to do their jobs in order for a game to be televised and shown across the world uh so it, as you said there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts and that makes it really complicated to start playing uh pro sports again so you say complete voiding
2: yeah if there's know, like an obvious like a winner just give it to them you know but
0: what about champions league what do you what do you think about that just
2: cancel no winner i guess there
0: we go this, this is complicated now it's complicated i mean you just make
2: it no winner you just be like yeah just no one won restart next year Oh, but David, did you mean about, like, Space uh, Champions League spots?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. who gets the spots? I
2: don't know. I feel like you could do it, like, the league. Do you just
0: say current top four, top three, top Yeah,
2: I would probably say that. It's like, I realize it's, like, unfair for, like, other, some teams who had a chance, but, like, what can you do?
0: Yeah, yeah. What can you do? That's, uh, that's fair. That's fair relegation promotion you're like yeah fucking well maybe they could
2: maybe they could (laughs) maybe they could uh maybe they could not because obviously being relegated would cause huge financial harm but i guess you could say missing out on champions league would also be huge financial harm but maybe maybe they could just not relegate one year but like also have champions league i don't know i guess it gets really complicated the more you delve into it
1: one thing that they could do in terms of relegation since that is a huge financial hit um that some teams never recover from they could have it be that the three bottom teams right now are relegated and then the three top teams of the championship are promoted um and then they have like a playoff at the beginning of next season to see who gets to stay in the premier league
0: oh like so so the three teams aren't relegated necessarily and the top mm-hmm. three teams aren't promoted necessarily but they enter like a mini playoff mm-hmm. yeah to you know what that's cool actually I dig the shit out of that Gary yeah,
2: that, I is, like yeah, that. Fucking cool. that sounds pretty cool
1: I like high stakes games
0: that you know what and I think that's fair because it's like if you got relegated hey man why didn't you win the playoffs you know yeah.
2: or. I also think another problem mm, that's tough though with just restarting the league though is like uh people are saying that you're gonna play games like every two ga- every two days, which is like, like, eight, like a team- What the fuck? Yeah. That's ridiculous. So you have to have like multiple squads like playing it out, or I'm sure like half the players wouldn't even be in form or like fully physically fit, like people would be getting injured way more.
3: Yeah. Doesn't yeah.
2: seem right. Or doesn't seem like it would work.
1: And you have um, what we've already seen with the Bundesliga starting in about a week, that one of the teams had a couple players test positive, and now they're all in isolation for two weeks.
0: A second Um, division Bundesliga team. But yeah, they were scheduled to restart as well in the second division. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so if you have teams cut out for two weeks like that, especially if you're playing games every two days, then uh, that adds up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll see how Germany does it for, like, the next month or so.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed that they can do it in a safe way. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Jose, you got any thoughts?
3: No, I was probably going to suggest the same thing as Garrick, actually. I was going to say, in terms of promotion and relegation, just have playoffs. And then in terms of the Champions League... um, you can have all the domestic leagues leave their tables as is, like Abiraj had mentioned. Then you are you already have like your your set teams, and um, in terms of like qualification, you, there's like obviously some teams that you know you need they need to make their way into the group stage. Um, I think you could still have those for next season, um, depending on like what the domestic tables are, and if you're good enough to make it in through there, then obviously. You made it. If not, then there's the Europa League, um, and in terms of like finishing the Champions League and finishing the Europa League now, maybe they could do it during like international breaks or something. I don't know. It, it's complicated in terms of like those uh, those continental Champions League um, competitions. I wouldn't really know mm-hmm. how to how to do that. Maybe they could just do it on. Um, Sometime during the qualification process, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, it's all very tough. So that's one thing about this whole situation is that there's no real one right answer. Um, there's a couple wrong answers for sure, but there's no uh, there's no one right answer. Uh, me personally, uh, seeing as how this whole situation is not it's not over by any means and it's not guaranteed to die down even this year there's no guarantees when it comes to this I think just keep on postponing it until it is 100% safe to play football to play basketball to play, you know, American football, baseball, hockey, whatever, wait till it's 100% safe, and then finish the season, and I, you know, we, we had, we, talk, we talked about this earlier, actually, and then as someone, I think it was Garrick, brought up, like, oh, what about, like, the fact that there'll be different players or whatever, you know, like, team players will have moved on, new players will come in. I just don't care. I don't care. Like, you know, just play the games, you know, Liverpool are scheduled to play so-and-so just play them, you know, it doesn't matter who's on the teams anymore, you know, just play the game. And, you know, it's only 10 or so games, give or take, maybe toss another couple games in for the Champions League and Europa League for teams that are still in those. It's not going to be that difficult to finish it, whenever it's safe to do so because there's only a handful of games that need to be played at this point maybe like a month two months worth of games and my concern with all these leagues starting up or attempting to start up again is what happens if things go wrong then not only are you screwed again you have to suspend the leagues again you know go blah, blah blah blah. You know, and then we get through the same situation again. But you've also just put a bunch of people at risk, you know, by doing this. And so I was talking with one of my other friends uh, about this whole thing. And I said, like, I think the way I talked to him about it, I was like, that, like, summed up my feelings very concisely because uh, I said, like, If all these, you know, leagues resume or whatever, if all these, you know, things, all all these American leagues, European leagues, uh, international leagues resume, you know, the worst that could happen, you know, a, a lot of things can go wrong, you know, lots of people could get sick, lots of people could die as a direct result of that, because we're not out of this, you know, by any means. And the best thing that happens is a game of soccer is played, or a game of basketball, or any game. That's the best thing that happens out of any of this, trying to resume these leagues. And I don't think it's worth it. I just don't think that's worth it, to risk human lives, you know? Because there's still a risk, like obviously there's still a risk. if there was no risk, then everyone would be like, you know just jumping for joy out in the parks or whatever. But you know, there's a risk, and i see I see pro sports as a luxury, and you know lots of people have to forego luxuries in times like this of a global pandemic, and i see pro sports as pretty much the same and, you know, I'm fully on Danny Rose's side here when he says, fuck the national fucking... What did he say? The national, uh... Morale. Morale, yeah, fuck that. You know, people can die. You know, people probably will die if these leagues continue. And it doesn't feel like... Like, all these leagues trying to resume, uh, I think it's under the guise of, like, this sporting, you know, uh like the the reasoning is purely sporting you know it's like oh we must play the leagues for what else is there to do when you are a sportsman but it's i feel like it's totally a business decision a hundred percent and anyone trying to say the players have to do this or have to do that or it's we need pro sports back no we don't need pro sports back you know like
2: People just want their income back, basically.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, and I understand that. But in pro sports, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because people that are working right now, uh, that are, you know, working, uh, what's it called? What's the word? Uh, Essential jobs they are what they're called. They're essential jobs. You need people that work in grocery stores. You need people that, you know, work in healthcare uh, always. So I don't see the same for pro sports. I just don't see it that way. And I think canceling it isn't a bad alternative, like canceling the rest of the games, maybe even voiding the league. I don't think any of those are bad alternatives what I think the worst alternative is, is you rush back into this, into resuming all these leagues, and then things go really, really wrong. Um, because what have you gained? You know, you got to play a couple other games, put them on ESPN or whatever. Like, cool, but people are dead now because you did that. You know, and I'm not saying people are gonna die, because, you know, who knows, like, maybe, maybe they are, a hundred percent you know trying to mitigate risk and maybe it'll work out perfectly but i think as we've seen uh the world is run by humans and humans aren't perfect which means that any attempt from a human person trying to do anything is going to result in risks and the risks here i think far outweigh the benefits that's how i feel I don't, know. I don't see a problem with waiting. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with waiting. You know. <laughs> Thank you, Abiraj. I, I don't. I don't. I don't like. I'll just. Well, wait. I'll wait. I don't care. I don't need to watch a basketball game right now. Like you know, people are dying. It's fine. You know.
2: Dude, we are the real, the real, the real hometown heroes. Be a hero at home. You know, tip your delivery guy <laughs> a little bit extra. Hometown yeah. heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for going, for going you basketball should... for like a few months. You're
0: the real hero. Yeah. Yeah, really, honestly. I mean, healthcare workers, they were going to save lives anyways. But me, I'm not watching sports when I could be watching sports. Pretty horrific, am I right? Horrific? (laughs) At the end of the day, it's just a game. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just a game. And you know what? Eight weeks, eight episodes of this podcast, not a single episode have we talked about anything that happened in this current year you know so Shout there's still 2020 yeah there's like there's lots of things you can still like go go watch old games from like the 90s you know for some sports
2: i'm watching the i sent you guys a snap but i'm like watching the barcelona's manchester united 2009 yeah. final and you know what cause...
0: i I want to watch that final too. Dude, it's I, good. I, I watched the.
2: the uh... I got till ten minutes in when Eto scores the goal, and I was like, "Damn, this is this feels good." <laughs> this is uh feels yeah. Nice, and then yeah. I was like, "Yeah, fuck you, Manchester United," and then you know, this <laughs> it felt good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Felt like I was watching it live. You so. Know? <laughs>
0: uh dude i can't wait for this samuel eto guy to kick on for yeah. another year at barcelona we definitely won't no, no, swap no. him for zlatan <laughs> so i don't know i think i think i've talked this thing to death not just in this podcast but just in general i've talked about it a lot because it's you know i think it's an important discussion to have you guys have any final thoughts no
2: all right no i don't just uh stay safe everyone
0: yeah that's yeah safety first. first yeah safety number one always wear your safety goggles whenever you're doing any dangerous tasks always
2: use protection
0: uh like hand that's, sanitizer that too mm-hmm. um yeah definitely don't use that when you're uh Never mind, never mind we're uh, <laughs> use hand sanitizer, however you feel uh, just uh stay safe and uh we'll move on, I guess to our other topic, which is kind of not really a topic it 's just another another fun discussion and this one 's more fun than the last one because it doesn 't involve people dying or potentially dying it's uh we're gonna we're gonna make up some rules uh we're gonna we're either going to look at current rules or going to, you know, look at, uh, sports where we want to be like, Hey, maybe we should have this rule. Uh, and you know, we'll just, we'll just, you know, talk about some rules we made up and, you know, see if we like them and hopefully you like them because I honestly, I, I didn't put that much effort into like, the sporting logistics of some of these rules, I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, let's just do that. You oh, know? you assume, like a fun rule. I think rule? that's fun. Well, it can be. I have like, I have a, I have a mixture of fun rules and like serious rules that I'm annoyed with, but uh, it's a little bit of both. So okay. I don't know who who wants to start. Who wants to start?
1: Out of curiosity, what sports did you guys choose to? Yeah, I feel like I only um, only thought
2: of soccer or football.
1: I only thought of soccer (laughs) okay we got three soccer
0: I have one for soccer and I have two for other sports let's just make
2: it all soccer and then you can change your intro to you know you can just record your intro later
0: no but I want to talk about my other rules too Okay. we'll do
1: soccer first then we'll then we'll come back to that
0: yeah well yeah we'll do that all right who has who has a soccer rule they want to talk about
2: um mine's like kind of uh, not very, I would say, original. It's something people have been talking about for a while anyways. But it's just about um, implementing, like, the American time system into soccer. Because an average game, uh, like, an, like how it works in American sports, because, like, the average game is only, I think you only see 60 minutes of actual action on the pitch where the ball is in play. 30 minutes of the game goes, ends up in, like, just checking out profiles and waiting for outsides and just breaks in place. So that's like 30 minutes lost. So I feel like instead you could just have a 60 or like a 75 minute game where you just have like a backwards counting clock and you stop every time the, like in the NBA or in the NFL, cause then you would actually see more, okay. see more, um, you would see more, uh, see more gameplay, uh, action. yeah, action. You would, uh. You would save the, you you know, you kind of remove the whole thing about injury time. Um, Because I think uh, there's a recent study about the last 10 World Cups where they check uh, referees, uh, how how much time a referee gave after the 90th minute to account for all the time that was uh, wasted in like uh, interruptions in play. And every single time the referee was off by a fraction of like 15 minutes, almost because the referee would give like five minutes and like, but actually only... Uh, seventy minutes of the game was actually in place. He he should have technically given twenty minutes, which no one ever does. So I feel like it's just not really worth. Yeah. Uh, it's also not really worth um having. Having all these inter uh interruptions where you can just make the game slightly longer or slightly shorter in terms of minutes, but then you could uh minimize how many interruptions, how many how many minutes are lost because of interruptions and stuff like that. I see. Yeah,
0: and you know what I. I think that that's, that's a fine option. Lots of people have said that opens the game up for ad breaks. Oh yeah. So they don't like that.
2: That's true. That's true. That's a good counterpoint. So,
0: (laughs) and also in general, people don't like seeing long stoppages, even though they still exist, but to see the time not ticking, I think would turn off some football purists. You know actually a lot of football peers would, would really turn them off
2: I feel like uh, v r pisses know. people off but I'm okay I still watch it. it you know like v r pisses me off so much
0: yeah i mean but that's not like a fundamental change that's just like kind of essentially an additional referee basically i don't know i'm i mean i would i would totally be okay with it if they did like if they had stoppages, but i don't know what do what do you two think?
3: I I agree. I, I also agree with that rule change. It does open up like a kind of can of worms in terms of like, I guess you could say like ad breaks and like football purism. But at the same time, like, it, it just feels like there's a lot more time wasting in today's soccer. Um, and, you know, if the clock is stopped that would kind of discourage those kinds of behaviors that are just um that just really pissed me off because it it just wastes so much time like you're obviously not hurt or you obviously can throw the ball in a lot faster than you are so it i think it would help the game by discouraging time wasting behavior in players
2: Mm mm-hmm
1: I think I'm a football purist, and I really like the ninety minutes, <laughs> and the extra time that comes along with it, even though it's flawed. Um, it's it's an interesting idea, though. Um, but I think I I would stick with the ninety minutes personally.
0: You know what? I I can see that. I've thought a lot about this actually, because I I hate time wasting. I think it's like the most annoying thing, more annoying than tactical fouls, more annoying than, you know, red cards or anything like that, which kind of you accept as just part of the game.
3: Why do red cards annoy you?
0: Oh, well, because some of them are unnecessary, you know, just like, you know, really, hey, maybe, well... (laughs) <laughs> I, well
1: okay no no, no. I,
0: I think this is a separate discussion but i think red cards are annoying because i think they're really inconsistent when they're given out you know okay some well, people different. deserve a red card they don't get a red card some people really deserve a red card but the referee is like i don't want to give a red card for this you know like i just don't fucking want to you know okay. or a second yellow second okay. yellows so difficult to get a second yellow you know so fucking difficult to get a second yellow i I
3: just thought you disapproved of red cards and i was like sometimes they're needed no 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 no, no, no. i I have no problem with red cards i have a problem with the
0: way it's used but that's another discussion for another time but uh i hate fucking time wasting way more than any of those other problems that I, i have with soccer i hate it i hate when the goalkeeper takes 12 years to do a goal kick I hate when a guy is just on the floor for 10 years because, you know, someone like, you know, elbowed their stomach, and now they have to like lay down there because they're protecting a 1-0 lead, you know, and everyone knows it, and every, it's not even like a hidden thing, everyone knows what's going on, the referees know what's going on, the players know what's going on, so what the fuck do we do about it? I think I am a little more on Garrick's side where I think 90 minutes is, cool it's a nice round number you know uh I think shortening it and playing like the full 75 minutes 60 minutes however I think that's kind of I don't know how I feel about that because a game of soccer you know you're not necessarily running around for all 90 minutes or even all 75 minutes you know there's needed breaks for the players where they're just kind of standing, you know? And I'm okay with that, even if the clock's ticking and nothing's really happening for a couple seconds.
2: Well, but you would play the same way. It's just how the clock is timed. It's, everything else would be the same. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. But uh, essentially, you're forcing 75 minutes of action into a match, which in a natural mm-hmm. way could really have, like, 65 minutes of action...
1: Or sixty minutes of action, or seventy minutes of action. You know, like. So I wonder if thinking about it, I wonder if games would get longer because teams would have yeah. more time to like set up for set pieces and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I could see like, that. Because like ball goes out for a niche. corner,
1: clock stops. Um, yeah. Maybe they get something really elaborate going. Like a 90th Which would minute be corner too. A ninetieth <laughs> yeah.
0: minute corner. You know, you're down one nil. Bring the keeper up. You know, like just do like a weird you could, cause at that point, like it's 90 minutes in a regular game. You're just like launching it in there, you know, but now you can be like, all right, you know, keeper, you're going to go to the back post, you know, and then you're going to distract the other, you know, like you can do all sorts of things that kind of extend things. And even that I'm okay with, I don't care about that. But I think, I think the compromise between your vision, Garrick and your vision, Abhiraj is you play 90 minutes time works as it normally does in stoppage time, time stops. It's called stoppage time. Why isn't the time stopping if the goalkeeper's taking a you know fifty minute goal kick? You know? So and and the worst part about stoppage time is the referee never adds on extra time when there's time wasting in extra time in and, and, and stoppage time. I hate it. It's so annoying. Because a goalkeeper will take a minute to do a goal kick and the and the referee blows the whistle at exactly the end of stoppage time and it's like, but there was there was a stoppage, there was a big whole stoppage in there that you didn't account for. So, my compromise, ninety minutes normally played, stoppage time, ball goes out of play, the clock stops. And you tell the referees, hey, be a little be a little less stupid with giving out with giving out stoppage time, maybe have like a more scientific method for developing, you know, the number for stoppage time. I don't think it has to be exact. I don't think you have to have 20 minutes stoppage time, but you know, sometimes like there's a bunch of shit going on and the referee is like one minute, you know? Uh, So I think if the, if the clock stops during stoppage time, then you get rid of the time wasting during stoppage time. The referee blows his whistle at the final, uh, seconds of stoppage time. It doesn't matter because all the time has been played. The, there's no substitutions that tam- time wasting during stoppage time. You get rid of all that stupid ass shit that I fucking hate watching. Stoppage time is the fucking worst because this is not actually stoppage time. There's this a bunch of shit. There's like probably like 10 seconds of actual play time in a regular stoppage time. Mostly it's just the coaches fucking around, the referee fucking around, you know, players fall over goalkeeper inspects his you know his post and he's like hmm, that's interesting i didn't notice that dent before and then he kicks the goal kick you know it's 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 stupid uh just stop the clock just stop the clock you know during stoppage time regular time just do whatever the fuck you want i don't care stoppage time stop the clock that that's my i've thought about this a lot uh, <laughs> and that is the best thing i could come up with this isn't one of my rules by the way i just i just think about this
3: I mean, cool. it's a fair. I would say it's a fair compromise. <laughs> I think it's the best. I'm amount, all about to
0: be it. fair. I'm all about. It. How do you feel, Garrick? Is that do you think that's do you think that's more in line with your uh, your views?
1: My one thing is that that might be a slippery slope towards um, a really long stoppage time. Because <laughs> what if the time that's added on. Uh, Well, were you saying that, so just the clock stops, there's not additional time added on?
0: No. If you, the referee says six minutes, the, the whistle will blow at six minutes, unless there's like, you know, Mm -hmm. an attack going on or whatever, regular rules around that, Mm -hmm. um, the referee's discretion. Yeah. Uh, And it's a minimum, you know, he can add on a little bit more if he feels like it, but if you, if you stop the clock, because the the whole point of stoppage time is you add on the time that was lost previously. Yeah. But you're still lo- the he adds on the time and then he loses some of that time too, a big chunk mm-hmm. actually. So it doesn't even fulfill its purpose. That's yeah. why I
1: hate it. It it'd be interesting to see how it works in practice, I think, because I I think what it might do is it might change the team that is messing with the time from the defending team to the attacking team, where the attacking team is like, okay, we can stop the clock. If we take really long with this goal kick, let's really organize um, and take our time with this and do something really deliberate instead of just hoofing the ball up field and hoping for the best. But and... I like it, it leads to a more attacking game and maybe more teams equalize that way.
2: Yeah, and you could also have like, you maybe like, oh, you can't have a time up for like 20 minutes for like one you know something like that like if the ball is out of play you can you can't like fuck around for like an hour yeah. and then an hour later be like oh yeah now we'll yeah do our kick or whatever yeah
0: like but, they already have like okay. six second rules for like the goalkeeper handling the ball which they never call they never call that but you know just make some rules like 10 seconds for a throw-in you know 30 seconds for a corner something like that and it doesn't even have to be exact just don't be like a dickhead about it basically so, did we finish the discussion about that rule? Should we move yes. on? Yes. 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 All right. Yes. All right. Okay. So, who's up? Garrick, you want to go? With sure. Your, uh...
1: So, my rule change is, um, regards penalties in soccer.
3: Ooh. Exactly.
1: As, um... So, right now, for soccer, if you're tied at the end of 90 minutes plus extra time, you go to penalties. And um, it's been that way for a long time, Uh, but it's like each side takes five penalties alternating and um, whoever scores the most wins. And it cuts off early if the other team can't possibly come back, which makes sense. Um, But a lot of people complain about it that it's kind of random um, and how they turn out sometimes, and that there's never a hero, there's always a villain, whoever messes up their kick. Um mm-hmm. and so my suggested alternative to penalties is a two v one. Whoa. So this Whoa. is similar this is similar to what the American Soccer League uh used to do, where they had the a a one v one. Yeah, yeah, NASL back in the seventies. Instead of penalties they had like a timed one V one where the player instead of taking a penalty would start with the ball at the halfway line and dribble at the goalie and uh try and like chip him or score on him in some way. Um but for a two V one you'd have a defender as well as a goalie and then two attacking players. Um, and there'd still be a time limit, I think. But what you get from that is that, um, you can have a defender in the equation as well, which I think is fun.
0: hmm
2: Um. Wait, so would you, if you got fouled in the game, would you also do this?
1: No. There would still be regular penalties during okay. normal game time. This is just as a deciding thing. Okay. And I think it would be like, cool. um... I think it would be sudden death instead of like doing that five times. I think you'd have the first team go, um, either they score or they don't. And the second team goes, if the first team scores, the second team has to score. That's pretty cool. What do y'all think?
2: Pretty fun.
0: would repeat that. The first team scores. The second team has to score. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so this There's would be basically you're... sudden death. Okay.
2: All
3: right. Yeah. My only concern. That sounds really wild. My only concern is injuries. They've already yeah. played 120 minutes and I feel yeah. like adding on an intense, I don't know how long it would be, maybe like 30 seconds, maybe uh-huh. a minute of just like pure intense, like 1v1, 2v1, whatever it is, it yeah. has the potential of like, oh, injuries and um. yeah, obviously you're going to want your best players, but... At the same time, I don't know. It's definitely, I, I'm, I'm thinking of like the player perspective here of like whether uh-huh. or not they would want to continue. Oh, to...
1: there would, there would definitely be injuries. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for the entertainment. Uh, but think about it. It's just 30 seconds of going as hard as you can. So I think most players will be able to do that after resting after extra time and getting some yeah, water yeah. I guess and then just 30 true. seconds go for it and then you have to strategize like okay who are the two attacking players that we want to pair together who's our best defender and stuff
2: like that
3: yeah that's fair
2: but i also think um you mentioned how in penalties there's like no heroes there's like only villains only villains but then if you like if you yeah but if you were like two on uh-huh. one and you like let's say like missed an easy <laughs> Easy chance, like just like missing a penalty, yeah. right? I you're guess it would be
0: a. Wait, I just want to make this clear. Yeah, you're the. I guess. Yeah. It's two. Two v one.
2: There's two attackers. There's
0: two attackers. I got that. It's two v two. Yeah. It's but okay, defender, one defender and, and one goalkeeper. Okay. Mm-hmm. this is one goalkeeper. Just just want to make sure.
2: Yeah. So the one is the
0: defender. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. And also, what you yeah. said earlier, I think there there are heroes in a penalty shootout like a regular penalty shootout like just yeah just the goalkeepers basically <laughs> you know or er- Eric yeah. Dyer Eric yeah. Dyer finally scored the penalty that broke uh, England's curse you know I think yeah, he's a hero
1: there's heroes but it's more rare plus I, can you just yeah. imagine how fun it would be if like El Clasico for instance uh goes to extra time it finishes even and then you have like Messi and Suarez versus Sergio yeah. Ramos and Courtois
0: wait wait so another thing so those two attackers yeah. those one defenders uh can you just keep going with them or do they have to be subbed you can only use them one time so oh. ramos is used and you can't use them again if you have to do a second one or mess you use Messi the first time and you can't use them again
1: is that um, how it's that's gonna a, be that's a good question i think you'd have to sub them okay all right four sub force that's sub. that's what i would decide on all right um but i think because that sounds pretty cool because it's sudden death you'd want to do your best players first okay like there's no gaming the system yeah yeah, basically
0: okay so say we finish 5-5 does that mean that the goalkeeper has to come in and like play with like Messi, like it's Messi and terstegen up top because like it's 11 (laughs) so it's uneven so you get Messi and terstegen trying to win the game (laughs)
2: Uh, dude that's sound that's every every Barcelona game <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. you know what so this is par for the course
0: um, that's fun yeah. though I like that I dig that way more than a regular penalty shootout to be honest that's pretty that's pretty cool
2: it sounds pretty fun yeah big fan like I'm just imagining I would just put Usman up there dude just let, let him run if he gets injured <laughs> fuck it it's 30 seconds is there offside <laughs> just let him run as fast as he can
0: is there offsides in this? Yeah.
2: I feel like you play...
1: There,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. it would have to be offsides. What happens if there's an offside, though? It's just, offside, regular though, it just of doesn't, the game. no goal, nothing. Uh, it's like the whole thing's done.
2: It's... You lose an attempt.
0: Yeah.
2: No, you lose an attempt, so then the next team okay. goes.
0: What about... Basically, if the What play about ends... if someone commits a penalty? Because <laughs> Sergio Ramos is going to slide into Messi, like, two I think, like, I think two then foot, you have to take you know? a penalty.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> but then
2: that's that's back, that's back to the same same issue that's like Messi's like oh not again dude like I'm not <laughs> oh, my god. oh
1: my god
2: like I just thought I finally I get to win the world cup and it's like he gets taken out <laughs> oh my
1: god. yeah there'd be some kinks to work out for sure but I think it'd, it'd be a fun alternative
0: yeah it I, no,
1: I, I think it's really cool i enjoy it a lot a plus idea garrick jose <laughs> what is your suggested rule change
3: so i guess mine isn't an all-around change it's more of like a, a structure change um mm-hmm. to one specific league so my rule change is changing the way promotion and relegation works in the mexican soccer league it's absolutely ridiculous it's stupid um so for those that don't know i'll give a bit of a background so the way the mexican soccer league works is it's not one big long season um it's two short seasons with playoffs at the end of each season so you have 18 teams they play 17 games At the end of those 17 games, the top eight go on to the playoffs, and it's seeded. It's 1v8, 2v7. They play over two legs. Um, There's away goals, rules, and then at the end of that, there's a champion. You get a two-week break, and then the next season starts where they play another 17 games, and then they do another playoff system. And then the cha- there's a champion again. So you have two champions within six months. So that's kind of how the Mexican Soccer League works. Which, in and of itself, that's fine. I don't really care too much. There are people that say it should be one long season with playoffs. I would be in favor of that. But the way um, the promotion and relegation works is it's based on a coefficient so the number of points that a team has over the past three short tournaments divided by the number of games that number um is that team's coefficient and the team with the lowest coefficient at the end of three tournaments is the one that's relegated it's very complicated it's super (laughs) like just it's absolutely ridiculous um it needs to be gone my thing is that the two teams at the bottom of each season, so like whoever finishes 18th in the first tournament and whoever finishes 18th the next tournament, have a playoff. Whoever loses that gets relegated.
1: That makes sense. What
2: about what if you finish like 18th in like the first season and then like first? And I mean, probably it never could. happened, but yeah. what if
3: in Leicester City? Yeah. Then you pl- you still play. I think you should still play because you're obviously bad yeah. enough to. That that's a that's a big problem with the short tournaments is that it encourages like inconsistency and irregularity. So like a team can be really mm-hmm. really bad, but as long as they make it to that eighth place or like seventh place, they still have a chance of winning the whole thing. You know so. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big mess. I think. Yeah. My my solution is a little more elegant, and it increases the
2: stakes. Okay, okay. I think that's really cool. I do not yeah. even know all the stuff about the Mexican league. Okay,
0: would would you be in favor of changing it? You said you wanted to do like a regular, just one long season. Would you want to uh, do one long season with playoffs or like a European style league? With no I
3: would want to do I would want to do a one long season with Thirty four games, and um, have like maybe like the top six teams qualify with a playoff because I think that is more indicative of like which team was the best throughout the whole season rather than splitting it up in between like two tournaments. So yeah, I would be in favor of one long season as well.
0: Alrighty, that is pretty cool. I did not know about that in the Mexican. Mexican
1: league I have a question. Yes. Does Mexico also have an FA Cup type competition where it's just all the teams in Mexico play a knockout?
3: They do. Um so okay. it's called the the Copa and you have but even that in and of itself it has a group stage because there's not enough teams oh. to just do a straight knockout. Uh-huh. So there there's only like the first division and the second division and they're placed into groups of three, and then the winners of the groups go on to the knockout stages. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so there's no straight knockout. You need to win your group
1: first. Does that happen once a year or twice a year? It happens once throughout the year. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Mexican soccer league.
2: And then they probably also play in the, oh sorry, they probably also play in the like the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, they play
3: the, they yeah, play in the for, in the Champions uh, League for CONCACAF too. And it's really weird yeah, because yeah. the MLS is one long season and Liga MX is like two short seasons, so the way they the way it works is like the the finalists also get a chance to play in the Champions League, not just the Mexican champions, so it's weird.
0: So you could potentially have for Mexican League uh, teams in the CONCACAF Champions League. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over a season. All right. Interesting. Interesting. You know what? I, I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of the way it's set up because uh, I don't watch the Mexican <laughs> Soccer League unless it's on in like a random uh, burrito place that we go to and... <laughs> we watch it for like 20 minutes while eating a burrito because that has definitely happened, but yeah. (laughs) Um, But I still think it's interesting and you know, I'm all for interesting things in sports. And speaking of interesting, Garrick, I'm interested that you chose the penalty as your rule to kind of rework because that's also the rule I chose to rework but uh, nice. not just for the shootout. I think okay. we need to do a whole complete uh complete re, re- rev revisation revision, that's the word. Whole revision of the way a penalty works. And uh first of all, the penalty box doesn't make any fucking sense. Why is it a box? That isn't it doesn't make any sense why because the, the corners are like farther from the goal than everywhere else, so why is the corner a penalty and somewhere that's technically closer but not in the line also not a penalty? it doesn't make any sense there's no three point box in the nBA it's a fucking arc because it's you know equal distance from the goal uh so i I propose you, in you indoor soccer, it an indoor center is an arc. And you know what? They got it right. They got it right. Whatever <laughs> dude decided to do that, they got it right because it just make it an arc. Make it an arc. You can totally do that. It's totally doable. Why are the corners there? It doesn't make any sense. Get rid of the fucking box. Make it an arc. Uh, the you can still have the the six yard box, the closer box. But uh, again, why is it a fucking box? Turn it into an arc. There you go. Two arcs. And that's a that's a penalty box now, because fuck
2: boxes. I, uh, I disagree with your- I think it would ruin my match day aesthetic completely. Okay. I don't know if I want circles on my pitch, dude. I think it's Dude, squares. the ball is a fucking circle. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I- Yeah, but sometimes the pitches look so damn sexy, though, and you're just gonna make them, like, yeah, circles? Yeah, yeah,
0: I'll put a fucking circle in there. That's a fucking three-point line. Now everything outside counts as two. <laughs> Uh, no that's not really what I'm doing but it would be an interesting idea long
2: range goals yeah. count it could as be two an interesting
0: idea, but that, not what I'm doing Okay, so, so penalty box
2: is a counterpoint.
1: Now. counterpoint to penalty arc um, I think one of the reasons it might be a box I, I don't know if this is why it's probably just for the aesthetic but I think it's easier to shoot on goal from the corners of the box because you have a good angle well, and so it it makes sense for that to be a penalty if someone shoot fouled in an area where they might have a good shot from.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think it it's also easier to score a goal sometimes when you're in the center, you know, and you have the whole goal to shoot at instead of just the corner, you know?
1: Well, usually there's players in front of you.
0: Well, yeah, I mean... So, I don't know. I I don't think that's a good enough reason. I think anywhere you shoot except for like maybe like at the very like baseline, the goal line, I guess, like extended. I don't know what they call that. What do they call that? Whatever. That that fucking shooting like like at the very edge of the of the field, yeah, probably not. But uh you know, I think I I think anywhere you shoot is a good shot. If you get it on target, so I, I, I'm.
2: but Yeah, I think that's a, it's a fun rule. Wait, it's but I'm not done. I wonder what, like how games will be changed. I'm not oh, done, okay, bro. I'm not done.
0: It. Because penalty spot, why the fuck's there a spot? Why is a foul on the very edge of the box treated the same as someone like fucking Mike Tyson punch out someone right in front of the goal? Why is that given the same exact you know, a uh, level of difficulty and the same exact treatment by the referee, besides I guess red cards, or whatever. But the penalty is the same. It's the same penalty no matter what happens where. So here's my proposal. Uh, wherever the foul happens inside the penalty box, the ball is put down at that spot. And the player has to take the ball from that spot. Uh, and here's the deal. Instead of just having to do one kick from there, because, yeah, sure, I mean, if you foul at the edge of the box, it's going to be really hard to basically... I mean, it's still a free shot on goal, but it's really hard with the angle, right? The player can choose to shoot it right away, or they can dribble it at the goalkeeper and try and shoot it past the goalkeeper. So kind of a mixture of that little dribble in from the old NASL, the, the little
2: dribble-style penalty. In the... But then... But then when do you stop? Like, what if you get fouled on the, on the edge of the box, or the arc, I guess? Then you could just dribble in and score,
0: right? Well, you could. It's like but here's f- the deal. So this is this is the way... Why would I not always do that? They do. They do. The, the, the way it's done, either kicking it or dribbling in, always the same. Foul occurs at the spot. The, if you have the inside arc or whatever if a foul occurs inside the inside arc, uh, that six yard arc now, I'm gonna call that, uh, then the penalty, the person who's taking the penalty can place it wherever the fuck they want to. They can put it anywhere in the box, it doesn't matter. Except inside, you can't take a penalty inside. I'm, I'm probably gonna extend the arc a little bit to make it, you know, whatever, a little bit further out so you're not taking a penalty like right in front of the goalkeeper but you know, maybe extend it a little bit far out, but, uh, they get to choose if it's inside, that's like inner arc, then they get to put it wherever the fuck they feel like it and to make it, uh, to add some craziness. So I think another stupid thing about the penalty is everyone moves based on when the penalty taker kicks the ball, but only the penalty taker knows when he's going to kick the ball. And all these other people are punished based on not knowing that the penalty taker is going to take an extra second to kick the ball. I think that's fucking stupid. The goalkeeper should be able to move based on something that is easily, you know, distinguishable. When the goalkeeper kicks it, should not, or when the when the player kicks it, should not decide when the goalkeeper gets to come off his line and try and make a save, you know? When the, when the player kicks it, should not decide when someone gets to run into the box to try and deflect a rebound in or to, to, to clear it away. I think that's stupid. So what you do is you set the goalkeeper on his line. He starts on his line. Players starts wherever they feel like around the ball. The ball is set at that spot where the foul has occurred and the players much like a free kick, uh, the rest of every single player, uh, is put 10 yards behind the spot of the ball. So basically like another 10, a 10 yard arc behind where the penalty is going to be taken. And the players, all the players have to stand behind there. They have to be 10 yards, at least 10 yards away. And what happens then, referee, goes to the referee, says, hey, and it goes to the goalkeeper, says, hey, you ready? Goes to the penalty taker, says, hey, you ready? He blows the whistle. And as soon as he blows the whistle, everyone can move. And it just becomes a normal play action, basically. Defenders can come in, try to tackle the player. A uh, goalkeeper can rush off his line. You know, the, the player can start dribbling in or take a shot right away. Everything happens at the referee's whistle. Everyone hears it. Everyone knows what the fuck's going on. And, you know, I think I, that, that, that's my whole thing. That's the whole thing. That's the whole new penalty that I, that I proposed. And I think it's fucking amazing.
2: Yeah, I think that sounds pretty fun, actually.
0: And I I just like it because I fucking hate, like, there's like always, like, a ticky-tack handball at, like, the edge of the box that's treated the same way as, like, you know, a definitive red card, basically. Uh, and it's stupid. It's, like, you know, that person should not have the same opportunity for a goal as the person who is pretty much, like, a Luis Suarez handball on the goal line that person should not have the same opportunity as someone like oh was it a was it a handball was it not on like the edge of the box you know I think like having it a location-based penalty works you know and uh and also like if if anyone's gonna bitch about like oh but the defender came in and tackled the guy and it's like well they should have shot the ball sooner then you know so yeah like take some of the
1: mind games out of it
0: yeah you know it's like it simplifies it for everyone you know everyone can move on one cue no one's like is he gonna like you know do a little faint before he kicks it and then I can move no it's that's stupid and i hate it penalties
1: are dumb they need to be better (laughs) i think given that rule i think Depending on where the ball is, everyone would decide to shoot instead of dribble.
0: Yes, but I like the dribble option because I was I was thinking about it. I I thought about this one a lot. I've been thinking about this one a lot as well. And if you're fouled basically on the touch line, like you know, on the on the line that the goal line is on, uh, away from the goal, then you're kind of fucked if you have to take mm-hmm. a shot. You know, because it's just an impossible angle. So it's just, the, you, it's an elective option, basically. It's like, I can take it, or I can try and dribble it in, and the goalkeeper basically is deciding, is this guy going to just take the shot, or am I just going to rush him and try and, and and like, block the ball yeah. off of him, you know? It could be fun. I think it's brilliant. I think it takes away all the stupid shit I hate about penalties, essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think that could be an interesting idea to try.
0: It'd probably be, um...
2: We should do it next time. <laughs> okay. we oh, yeah, down. yeah, yeah.
0: We'll we'll get like a little one of those little referee uh, shaving cream things. We'll redraw the penalty box, you know. Yeah. Turn it into an arc.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, dude. I'm all about arcs, man. All about arcs. Fuck boxes. All about curved lines. I think we can end it there. I have a couple other stupid rules, but they don't really matter. Uh, Add a four point line to the NBA and allow an offensive lineman in football to catch a ball. There's, like, this stupid rule in the NFL where only six players on the field for the offense can catch the football. So the yeah, offensive lineman... The... I don't know. Yeah, that. It's, a, it's called an eligible receiver downfield. It gets called very rarely. I hate it when it gets called because it's always doing something interesting. Uh, and then, like, the play gets called back. Basically, five players, usually it's the offensive lineman, cannot catch the ball downfield, you know? Oh okay um it sounds so, like a reasonable rule change but yeah yeah well i mean i kind of get it because it's like oh i don't want to defend the offensive line but if the offensive lineman's catching a touchdown then you kind of fucked up still right you know so i want to see i want to see a center catch the football I, that's what i want to see uh and there that's all i have that's all i got <laughs>
2: all right i think that was a cool episode pretty, yeah, long.
0: pretty long mostly due to we got a lot of issues, stuff. Yeah. I would say some good content. <laughs> some yeah. good content. We're all about the good content. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for listening to this moment in sports. Uh, we got a Twitter, uh, TMIS underscore podcast. Uh, follow us, tweet us, do something like that. I don't know. Uh, what are you doing on Twitter? Don't forget to rate us and subscribe us on whatever you're listening to. Uh, And uh, thank you for listening. Have a good rest of your week. Stay safe. And
1: uh, yeah, that's it. Have a good week.